0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's special edition podcast. I am the Grumpy Surfer Ads and the host of the podcast. But this week we'll be sharing the limelight with the Crest podcast and the Pagan Boys. So before we start the podcast today, just throwing out a few discount codes as always. So for 15% off your North Course Surfing and Outdoor gear, use the promotion code, capital letters, TGS Pod fifteen to get fifteen percent off your purchase at the checkout from Northcore, and also to get twenty percent off Braw Surf merchandise, go to BrawSurf.co.uk and use the code capital letters Grumpy Surfer to receive twenty percent off your merchandise purchase at Bra Surf. Okay, so this week's podcast, like I said before is in collaboration with the Crest Podcast and the Pagan Boys, local Welsh surfers, pro surfers from Porthcorm. In this, myself, Tom, Rhino, Pat, Logan and Callum all discuss the pros and cons of the new WSL format the WSL Finals, the Challenger Series and the Qualifier Series as well and also what it is taking for a British surfer these days to get onto those round-robin series. So please enjoy my conversation with the Crest Podcast and the Pagan Boys. Welcome to the Grumpy Surfer podcast and the Crest podcast, and I've been wanting to say this for a long time, in pa- paid partnership paid with partnership. Elus- <laughs> Elusive, how oh, are lads, are alright? All, right? all yeah, good. Good. good, all good. Terms. Okay, I've got three questions that I'm going to start everything off with, going straight into the deep end. So the three questions are, to you, Pat? Yeah. How are you? Good, good. You? Very good, mate. Have you surfed today? Uh, yeah,
1: after work, had a quick surf at a local reef. Wasn't great, but I was on my own. It's yeah. Fine. And what have you done today? Uh, just been in work. That's about it.
0: Is that is about that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so so Really elaborated <laughs> on that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> what you? Oh, uh, yeah, right. Sorry. Logan? Yeah.
2: How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. What have you done today? Um, I actually spent a lot of time with my family today, which was really nice. Yeah, I didn't surf. No. It's just I hear
0: your next question. Oh, it might be funny. <laughs> yeah. we'll
3: go yeah. go with Rhino. Hey, ads. Yeah, good day today. Uh, busy one. Get prepared for tomorrow's podcast with a special guest. And uh, if I can say who it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, tomorrow we're up at the Wave in Bristol with Gabe Davis. So uh, been reading yeah. through a, sc- a couple of scripts. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, that tomorrow with uh, presenting it with Rob Blythe. Nice. So. Uh, Looking forward to that.
0: Another session at the way
3: Yes, indeed. We're on the booked in for five o'clock. Producer Don is here with us, and he's going to be on uh, with us, Gabe, Rob, myself, and we're going to be surfing the advanced setting on the yeah. right. So uh, yeah, look out, Bristol.
0: Not losing
3: any I have been trouble for anything worse.
0: Yeah. Not losing any more fins, then. No?
3: Hopefully not. I'll have to go and look for my other one, which I lost last time. So
0: just go to the uh, go to the lost and found box. Apparently,
3: it <laughs> should be in there by now. It's been, it's been long enough, it's
0: been long
4: enough. Tom? Oh, I, I'm stood behind the mic right after i have to just come in. Uh, so what have I been doing today? I've been in uh, teaching today, yeah, and then uh, waiting for you guys to come around and making a birthday cake for ads.
0: Well, <laughs> going to you the shop. to <laughs> that. <laughs> you didn't make that No,
4: yeah. I, I, I Wait, got yeah, it from the think. shop and it was, uh,
0: yeah, it was a I have to say, <laughs> c- considering you do a podcast, you're leaning over these microphones like you've never done this before, which is, <laughs> which is quite appealing. And then I'm going to try and get this right, it's... Callum. Callum, same three questions to you, so how are you?
5: Yeah, I'm good, thanks.
0: What have you been doing today?
5: Uh, working. And have you surfed today? I haven't surfed today. I got home a bit
0: late and then... I out Pat went. <laughs> what about the swell that's just been recently running over the last few days and over the weekend, lads? Have we got in there or what?
1: Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: surfed a little secret little spot in Swansea first thing and then spent the rest of the day in Aberhaven, which was pretty pumping. Didn't like the dropping tide, but it was real good.
5: Yeah, Callum, what about you? Yeah, I surfed um, Aberhaven with Pat and then I surfed one of the beaches around by here got uh few good barrels but the water made me feel it the next couple of days <laughs> <laughs> i've been drinking cans of coke on tap since
0: yeah i was gonna say top tip with that is just drinking loads of cans of coke yeah. i did i did a bit of a kayaking thing a while back and one of the guys said to me so you don't get whale's disease, just drink loads of Coke, so it washes you all out.
3: What's whale's disease? I thought that that was a, I was wondering whether that was a real thing, but it, it, apparently it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because like, you, you can get super ill from it. It's when rats piss into the uh, rivers. Right, right, right. And like if you've got canals and stuff like that, it, they don't go anywhere, so it's <sighs> quite stagnant.
4: You've
0: been in Aberavon Carl, so... Yeah. <laughs> and and stop, licking <laughs> stop licking toilet seats, that's all yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Logan, what about yourself? Like, do you surf over the weekend? Yes, yeah, so I managed to, actually went down your way, surf
2: Croyd on Friday, which is pumping out a full day of it, and then spent the rest of the weekend renting foamies to people who were watching other people have fun, <laughs> which is really good. It's like surfing just boomed at the minute, and it's still... The beach is so busy still, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Didn't really surf much over the weekend. I just worked, so that's alright.
0: I get, it. I get in, I get in enough. The big man, Rhino. What about yourself, dude? So I didn't
3: get in over the weekend because I sort of did my uh, back in slightly, but I did surf on Saturday and I surfed in Rest Bay, um, which was pretty good. It was the, uh, it was the beginner. It was pretty much the biggest day of the swell, the hurricane swell. Sam, wasn't it? That was um, Friday, man. Yeah, Friday. Oh, was
2: it?
3: What time did it, Yeah, for Saturday, Friday. So I surfed in Rest Bay, it was solid, um, and they were filming casualty down there. And I heard today that I might be on casualty. <laughs> so, yes. so that was, yeah, apparently that was one of the ways that uh, I caught at high tide. They managed to get, and you said you might
0: have seen it so
3: oh, i look forward Thanks. to seeing that anyway so yes. they pay for it yeah
0: i'll have to go and see them <laughs> well you get some royalties from it
3: and hopefully <laughs> actually by the performance i put it no i'll have to be paying them for sure but uh, no it was good it was a good swell it was a really yeah. good swell
0: don't think anyone
3: did much work probably
0: that's <laughs> the main thing though really isn't it i mean like when those sort of swells come through i think everybody that you know who's half a man themselves that surf just just gets in the water and i know pretty much you know i work what. Ten minutes from the beach, from from Coid and Sawton, and as soon as anything yeah. comes through, pretty much everyone knows that if I'm not answering the phone or on the computer or in the gym, yeah, oh yeah. I'm in the water somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling them where I'm going either. Yeah. But the, the thing, thing,
3: thing is, is it. that swell was on Magic Seaweed for about a week before, at least five days for sure. And because mm. uh, I surfed a week, and I think I remember Brad Hocker saying, "Because oh, have you seen the swell for next Friday?" It's like, "It's ages away." Yeah, and it was like, but I never
1: looked that far because I'm like, it's gonna change. Yeah, the wind's gonna go onshore or something.
3: But it 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 was pretty much bang on that swell, wasn't it?
0: The only shame was the big tides.
3: Yeah, that really killed it, didn't it?
0: Yeah, there's another big one coming through in the end of next week as well. It looks uh, promising, but the winds are quite. Westerly, so say a bit of wind swell to it, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun. One those, those little secret spots, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. well, Langland, lovely <laughs> in the super secret, <Love> <laughs> yeah. Super secret <laughs> spot.
3: There, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Bring your dry robes,
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. I think that moves us on to talk a little bit about. Um, well, me and Tom have had the chat, haven't we? And we were going to have a little chat about the WSL finals and and the uh and the CT and and the Challenger Series. What were we saying, Tom?
4: Oh yeah, um, right, me and Rhino are swapping the chair over, because Rhino's <laughs> going to go and get his uh, game thing ready. Yeah, we're we, going we, to talk about that. I wanted to ask you before that though, because we did just have, I said I mentioned we had some birthday cake, you've had uh, big birthday ads? Yeah, I was,
0: four, I was 40 on Saturday.
4: Oh, happy birthday, Your Pembroke Pembroise happiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: thank, thanks. Yeah. I, I've. Uh, I, do you know what, I've, um, it, it, even though it's a milestone birthday for a lot of people, it's the same as any birthday You never really feel different no. about it. It's just a the out. way I see it is... I can still beat up half the people that are in my unit. I'm still fitter than 90% of the people in the Royal Marines, so I can't argue that. It's I see it. I'm not arguing with you. i <laughs> that was a big claim I put out there, so I don't want people to come to smash me, right? It's a figure of speech. And
4: uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about before we talked about that WSL thing was uh, you've just been on a trip to Guam, so there's all of us like now, like, oh, I know these boys have been on these holidays they call it the WQS we call it holidays but uh, you, you've been out in Guam and that just suddenly came out of nowhere uh, like yeah so well, from from being home for like two years and then it's like Guam
0: yeah so I, I was um I didn't think I would get a uh, another surf trip out of you know being in the marines because I leave next year my my um my 22 years is up so I leave in May but my terminal leaves in February um so I didn't think I'd get another surf trip out, out, out of the navy and um I was on my summer leaving uh, over August and I got a phone call from a friend of mine that um, helps run adventure training for the Navy. And he basically said, do you want to come out and do some surf coaching in, in Guam? And I was like, I'll chat with the missus. And she was like, "That, yep, yeah, go, brilliant. And wow. then once, so one of the lads um, that I've been a surf coach with now for about 20 years, um, he got onto it too so yeah within the space of four weeks of being asked we were uh, you know at the airport at Bristol you know good to go wow. um, which was quite eventful to get out there because it took us two and a half days to get there in the end
4: yeah because you got diverted and then that, that bit blew me away it was like one of your flights had gone wrong or you would had the Covid <laughs> passes had gone wrong or something wasn't it yeah
0: so we got to Bristol and uh, we were gonna fly to South Korea originally Um, But they said that our visas were wrong. They weren't. But somewhere along the process, it got lost in translation. So we couldn't get on the flight. Um, So we ended up getting into a hotel um, in Bristol. And then we had to get on a flight six o'clock the next morning. Otherwise our PCR test would run out. Right so um we had some military cards all the guys that you know were high ranking if
4: you get a travel going wrong right now um, listen to this what happens when you're in the military <laughs> yes yeah,
0: so, so basically they got onto the phone made some phone calls down in a, a place called tamara in, in 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 portsmouth and um, they bought us all brand new flights that night for 10 of us which cost 33 grand so we, so, we then, so we flew at 6 o'clock the following morning. We were still in the airport at 8 o'clock that night.
4: So their PCRs don't run out. Yeah, they so have the to PC... leave Britain we by 6am. So... Um, Why we then? Then,
0: you yeah, just got to so get more
4: PCRs. you, more PCRs? <laughs> you so, got to by so, so, days, so,
0: you know? so the whole point of this trip was the uh, carrier strike group, which has got the Queen Elizabeth and HMS Defender, HMS Kent, and a load of other shipping... Um, it's over on the eastern seaboard by China and it's going across the Pacific towards the western seaboard of America so when they stop off at different places they ask if they can do something you know, to get off ship so they don't get pissed up and smash the towns that they're on up. Yeah. they mm-hmm. want to do something different so that's where the AT stuff in, came in so we got asked to go and provide um, surfing out in, out in Guam um, which gave us basically once we got there we had like about a day to go and wrecky some areas and there was only one beach on the whole of the island which was a, um, a sand beach that faced out towards the pacific that you could actually coach on because everywhere else is covered with reef and real sharp coral reef too so yeah that's you know, how having so soldiers come about the
4: really? soldiers have got to say <laughs> yeah. that's
0: amazing, yeah. isn't it? That's mental. That's Charlie what,
4: don't say Charlie that. yeah. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what Carlos Munoz needed to do when he needed to get to that thing <laughs> yeah. fixed He didn't say right, <laughs> yeah. bring the military up. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah uh, CT we were going to talk about then, wasn't it? And the changes to it. Are they even called? We'd we'll have to check with you boys. Is it even called the CT the yeah. QS anymore now? Still
1: called the well, men's
2: championship tour, still called championship like the CT.
4: tour, women's championship tour, and then yeah. finals. The only
2: thing that's different is the ten thousands. They're not ten thousands. They're challenger the series, challenger
4: series, CSs. CSs, CSs, and then the bit before the challenger series is now just the uh, the regional QSs. regional, QSs, regional QSs, yeah. QSs, yeah. So we we so we thought we'd do like since we got you boys here, we're gonna do like a sort of the nerds round. Yeah, we got the nerds with us, and we're gonna do a bit of a roundup of like what we make of the of the international season, but then the aim is to sort of sag into asking you boys about like, you know, where where you sort of fit into it all and, you know, where you're going from there. Um so first of all then what what do we think of the change in formula this year. Shall I go the, first? The shall...
1: finals or next year's proposal?
4: The, this year's proposal, as it ran this year with the finals. And then you can tell us about next year's proposal after that then, Pat. Sorry. Right, Scott. what did we think of it?
2: Sick. I, I thought they did so well, considering we were all stuck. Some of us did in lockdown when they had events on. Um, I thought they did really well to like, get a tour going. Um wasn't like the usual tour, was it? Yeah. Um, and then I actually really liked the finals as well. I thought the Cell finals worked really well. Did Don't know about anyone else, but I it was like, I was gripped to the TV the whole day. Right.
5: Okay. i enjoyed the whole tour. I enjoyed watching um, the Australian leg especially. I thought that it mixed up bringing out other surfers that n- wouldn't normally do that well.
4: Do you mean like Norman Sibelich or?
5: Yeah, uh, Connor Coffin. I was kind of glued to right. watching a lot of it. Even you know, people call him boring, yeah. he kind of showed like his in beach breaks that he was pretty good. Um, and then I thought the finals were epic. I was glued, like Logan said, to the team, well to the laptop the whole time.
4: Yeah. Me and Dad, we've been debating it a bit, haven't we? You were quite into the W. I, I was, I'm a bit critical of the idea of it. But you, what, what were you saying, Dad? you were quite into
0: the idea of the. I, I thought it was good. I think if you they, they should really try and run <coughs> it. Like, do, do any of you watch the NRL? So no. the uh, no. National Rugby League. In, in Australia. So the way that they do it is they have a whole season and then when they get to the very end of the season, whoever comes top of the league then gets a trophy, so they are the league winners. But then the top six then go through and do a finals, right. like the WSL yeah. finals. So there is a end of tour. So there would be a end of tour winner, like you know, Gabriel Medina came top, didn't he? So mm-hmm. he would have got the winner's trophy. But then they would have all gone through into like a playoff, so to speak, yeah. with a ultimate, you know, um, a, an ultimate winner at the end. But I think who's the world champion then? The
4: winner of the tournament at the end. Or the <laughs> of the so tournament?
0: the world yeah. the world champion would be the winner of the tournament, the tournament. but the like the league winner. Yeah. So it's kind of like the tour you know, winner. Yeah, would be end. like would be like the tour winner.
4: Yeah.
0: I think everyone was really happy this
1: year because Gabby and Carissa yeah. won. Yeah, that's what I was sort of going to say, if it, if had it been... Yeah, Morgan's say like won. Morgan Sibylik somehow went through that draw and won. Yeah. It would be like... Uh, Tatiana Weston win, yeah, and Morgan And Siblik. I really wanted Tatiana it, it to win, but... Yeah. I just think... yeah, I wanted it Sally it
4: Fitzgibbons yeah. and Felipe Toledo to win, because the first thing I saw at the start of the year when they announced that plan, is yeah. I was like, right, so you basically put in two guys... Who can't win a world title because they bottle it <laughs> yeah, they yeah, and, yeah. and it. that's what I think. And you're giving them their favourite wave of the tour, uh, yeah. and they've got to win one comp to be world champion. I've... And Toledo Neely did it, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I feel like I just. I, I, I really like Toledo, but I just don't think he like woke up that morning and was ready to deal with the pressure of, like, if you beat Gabby today, you're world champion. Like, Gabby's just got a way of dealing with that.
4: Well, he had, two years ago, it was, if you beat Canoa Igarashi today, you've got it in Portugal, you've got to get through, like, one round at Pipe to be world champion. He blew that, didn't he? Then didn't get through the one round anyway. Uh, You know, years before, you know, he had to get through only a tiny bit in Pipe another time, you know, it's like, I think, he's got to do something different, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, he looked against Italo, like, he was not going to fall against Italo, he looked amazing. Gabby in the first round, I reckon he looked amazing, and I thought, like some of the scores, I thought Philippe was getting a little bit like kind of harshly scored, like Gabby's mm. back foot was really high yeah. compared to the one he fell on the Airverse yeah. at the end. but in the last um, match was it called? Game I think they like, were the, all last, matches, yeah, the last match: Yeah, the last match. He, like, you know, he was going for a lot of punts and like kind of like he was falling and he just didn't look like he had the same mm, rhythm like yeah like like mindset like he wasn't going to fall like he kind of looked like he was beaten by Gary Do you know what I think he needs to do?
4: This is a tough thing to do but if you look like Serena Williams did it you know whoever else it, it, he needs unfortunately to say to his dad Bye You've been great but you're not my coach yeah. anymore and he needs to and he needs to get one of the top Gabby coaches did it.
0: in the world. He, he has, I mean, kind, he has kind Tyson Theory did it as well. Yeah. Oh, there we are. He did really? kind of do it for Producer half. Got his he did has
1: got his box <laughs> the, He did it for most of the year, though, because his dad didn't go to Oz and stuff. Yeah. But who was coaching Toledo, then? Yeah, but at Trestles, he was. Right, oh, so... Yeah. His dad Ricardo Toledo him. was yeah. there at Trestles, was But then it's he's not, also... He's he's coached Philippe to, like, win yeah. Trestles, too. So, yeah. he kind of, like, well, He's got another coach. He's got another coach now, though, he works with the guy... Can't remember his name, who like discovered it alone stuff, the guy that used to work for Oakley and he he basically coaches half of the Brazilian store, like no? Does he? Yeah. Mm, Works okay. for like um like the like the Chianco brothers and stuff. How
4: important is now in modern pro surfing the role of the coach, do you guys think? Like when when you guys are at an event where you've got someone on the beach, doing you know, like getting that coach down there the day before on, getting them to do, like, if you if, if make the comparison, do, producer Dodds mentioning boxing, right? Just over the road here, when they had the open masters, right? Like, you know, George Schofield, don't you know, does our artwork? He was, um, he was playing there and he said the week before the tournament, the course was covered in caddies, just going around it with notebooks, playing 18 mm. holes every day with notebooks, and the caddy in golf is everything to when these guys can go and these guys can then rock up, play one practice round and then the next day they'll compete Mm -hmm. and they'll put in one of the best rounds you've ever seen. And that's what Bernard Langer did in that event. Now, in modern surfing, is that what the coach does? Like Llewellyn Whitaker, when we had him on earlier this year, he was telling us about being out there, you know, like mapping that wave in El Salvador, you know, doing Leon Glatz's work for him and
1: all that. Is that... I think, um, for me anyway, well... I feel like once it gets to the contest, they're just like your, your, they're like your like soundboard, and they like they take all you have to worry about. them when you've got a coach, is turning up and performing. Mm. Like so, it's not always you're not worried about when you're at the event. oh, you need to do your turns like this and do your turns like that. Mm. I feel like for me, the coach is more important for improving my surfing. But if you can have a coach at event, I just think it helps massively because they just. Sort everything out, and all you've got to do is just turn up and go. The waves are there. And I'm gonna paddle out there so before.
4: So you come on, you come on here now, right? It's it's, it's the Radio Four of surfing on the crest half of this couch. D- this side, you're, you're the what would you be? Radio, you'd be BF. What's it called? The BFPS. Armed Forces. BF the BFPS. <laughs> surfing. And, or you'd be Five Live. You'd be wouldn't you? sort of like I don't know. A I'd, be, I'd be some <laughs> like
0: pirate radio station <laughs> off, the, off the coast of Penzance. <laughs>
4: <laughs> gonna ask ask your proper hard news night question here now about yourself now you got an interference in Costa de Caparica earlier this year yeah would that have happened if you'd had a coach on the beach calling you around pointing out like you had a mix up didn't you over like
1: who was in priority and what colours
2: yeah um, you be all told him don't get an interference <laughs>
1: yeah I knew not to get because they were being fussy with them because it was small yeah and it but that one was just that one was hectic yeah but Maybe not that, but I certainly could have got better results with a coach, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was with Joel Gray in France, and I felt really confident before it got cancelled.
4: Yeah.
1: Just, it's nice sometimes as well having someone, when you've got your mates, but when I've done them on my own, you don't have anyone going like, whoa, you look good even compared to the rest of the pack, you know? Mm -hmm just giving you that little bit of confidence it? confidence just like. so
0: here's a question to all of you because I, i'm quite interested in this myself so i mean we, we talked about this earlier which kind of leads into the olympics as well is funding for you guys to have surf coaches and because you know you're at, you're at that verge of being on well the highest level in the in the uk is there enough funding stream coming through or do you think there will be in the future to be able to like the Aussies for instance, they have surfing programs where that where they've got all their pros and you know they've got strength and conditioning coaches and everything's basically paid for them because we're through their sponsorship. Do you think something that's likely to gonna to happen to us, or do you feel that's something that you would like as, you know, progressing towards that professionalism? Yeah,
2: definitely there's like a massive lack of like funding I don't know whether it's because we're you know it's like relatively like new sports or like Olympics and stuff but like there's been a lot of like promises and a lot of talk but um and like oh yeah we're gonna get it but for definitely for me and Pat it's like well we're here right now trying our absolute hardest to yeah. fund this thing and just feel sometimes like oh nothing's getting done but um yeah. for us it's a lot of like self-funding so working at a surf school he flipped sofas with his dad you know like and then doing those cheesy Instagram posts and stuff like it's just what you've got to do to be able to fund like the thing we're passionate about, you know. So definitely, at the minute, it's more like ourselves that are funding it. But it'd be nice if maybe like governing body mm-hmm. or like Sport Wales, if there is money there,
1: like it'd be great to see it at there, some point. There's you know? there's more whispers now because of the Olympics. Definitely
2: more talk about it. Which is good. Yeah. It's good. Haven't more seen any of it, now.
1: but <laughs>
0: there's more whispers. Yeah. So, so here's another question, um, and this is no you know strike on you guys at all. If there are people in the uk that start performing at a high level without surf coaches and you know the ultimate sponsorship that's pushing funding behind you do you feel that that might actually influence you being able to you know get to that level or does it take somebody like sky brown who is a uk surfer stroke skateboarder performing in the next olympics to advertise the uk as like a surfing superpower to be able to put you guys on the map to an extent?
2: Yeah, potentially. I, I mean, I, they always talk about, like, for, for lots of funding to get going, they need to be like, oh, are we going to get a medal? Like, that's the thing, I think. Mm. And um, it's kind of like, well, just because we might not get a medal in the next Olympics, you, you know, if you never give the funding, you're never going to get any medals. So I'm not really sure right. how it works. When do
0: you start the programme? <laughs> yeah, it?
2: when do you start that programme and, like, who do you include in it? Yeah. Um, mm. This sky would be great, wouldn't it? But um, yeah,
0: I'm not, I'm not really sure how it works. But I feel it is a bit of a catch-22 situation with it, <clears throat> with it or with, regardless whether you're Scottish, Irish, English or Welsh. You, you're going to have to, to a certain extent, fund yourself around the world to, to be able to do that. I mean, a friend of mine who had done a podcast before, Chris Sherrington, you know, he went to the Olympics. He's a Commonwealth gold medalist in judo, but he basically funds himself around the world Mm -hmm. to perform at that high level you know in these you're not talking a few thousand pounds you're talking tens of thousands of pounds to go to Russia to go to yeah yeah for sure to a certain
4: extent though it's an it's an investment isn't it because you know you know Rhino you know he's just sat back from the sofa he's still in the room with us you know Rhino's competitive career probably is one of the reasons why his career, you know, in in distribution and repping has been successful. It's because he's got like, you know, fought for those couple of years mm-hmm. to get that sort of image and personality in place. And I suppose to a certain extent, it's like you guys make a good fist to this. If you if you want surf schools with your names on the side of them, if you want, you know, like open up a local bar on a beach somewhere, you know, and or you know, you can open businesses and people are interested in it because they want to be around guys who are like an ex pro. And you kind of, you know, it is a sort of an investment in. What you do from there, isn't
2: it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you just like. Would
3: you agree with that, Ryan? Right I'm, I'm going to swap the chair and let Ryan <laughs> speak a second. Yeah, I think from um, my point of view, I mean, where I was at your age, I think my headspace is a little bit different in terms of the goals that I had. I think that I wanted to perhaps head to like the Welsh British team, but and then like I think we we spoke about this before. My 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 goals kind of ended there and my aspirations really, didn't really stretch to if there was an Olympics. I don't think I really would have at that point. I, to be honest, I didn't think I was good enough, but obviously with you guys, with the coaching and everything that you've got like that self belief to really sort of, to push you, you yeah. know? Um, is that, is that like, have you got like, the one thing I was like, cause I'm watching you guys as everybody is on the Instagram and stuff. Like what is like in terms of like your long term goal, like where are you at with it? Go on, Logan, it... you go
0: first. <laughs> You're looking around at everyone else. You go first, son.
2: Uh, I don't know. For me, like, I'm not in it to, like... There's so many easier ways to make a lot of money. Could have gone to the union, like, got a good degree and made loads of money. So it's definitely not making money. It's just, like, I want to be the best possible surfer I can be. Mm. I do have, like, very specific goals. Mm. Um, but, like, an, an overall goal just be, like, literally just finish my surfing career and think, right, I gave that my absolute all. Yeah. I wasn't out partying every weekend, I literally was like trying my hardest. And then whatever happens when you try hardest, yeah, I'd be pretty pretty happy with it. What is the very specific goal? Um, what
4: are you not allowed to say?
2: I can say it just like most people, people would have laughed at me if, they, if I said when I was younger that I'd go to Welsh, but exactly. my, my main goals are. I'd love to win a QS, so I'd be like a big one, and to make the Challenger Series. Obviously, once you then get those goals, Try not to like be. Try not to stop. Yeah. and Then reassess your goals. But my goals at the minute they they're my two really big ones that I'd like to I'd like to achieve for sure.
5: Callum, uh, my goals are a lot smaller than Logans and Pat's, but mine is to win a Welsh title, so that hopefully a few years left. Well, I'm really young. Yeah. 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 You've got plenty minutes. of time there. <laughs> plenty of time. But yeah, that is right. My only goal in surfing, to be
1: honest.
2: Yeah.
1: Come on, I mean, Pat. Pat Layon. Like um, Teach this son. podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Goal>
2: set <setting>. him? <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like I'm not training. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. My main goal. Well, they're pretty similar to Logan, to be honest. But to win a QS at right now, that's all my focus, and to get into the top ten in Europe, so I can go on the Challenger series. That's where most of my motivation when I wake up in the morning is. And then one of my main goals, it's really kind of awkward saying, but my main goal is, not my main goal, but one of my main goals is just, I want to be the, be- like the best British there like the most successful, you know? That's just, I don't know where I got that goal from, but it's just always it's There's nothing something I write that, down man.
0: on my wall. Of, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But that, uh, Talking about the Challenger Series, and uh, what's the series called before the Challenger Series? Is it kind of... just I think it's literally just called Regionals,
2: regionals now, yeah.
0: yeah. So let's talk about the Regionals regional first. <laughs> yeah, so well, what what's the thoughts on that? Because you have <laughs> to uh, be in, is it the top... Ten. Top ten? Ten in Yeah, year. and yeah. then you get loaded onto the Challenger Series, and then it's ten people from each of the separate regions. It's pretty... I, like, I really like
2: that format. I and mean, yeah. for people like me and Pat, who like have to fund it ourselves, it makes it so much... So much more simple. You just go to your regionals. You go to Europe, which is cheap, you know. Because we before we'd be looking at like, oh, you could do this one thousand yeah. dollars and you know go to Israel or wherever.
1: It's just so much easier now. It was scary before. Yeah, and so scary. Like you'd go from doing <laughs> the UK Pro and thinking, oh, I'm pretty good on the UK Pro, to so I want to start doing the QS, and you you sort of looked at it and went, well, how do I do? I go there? Do I? Mm. Do I? Which event do you pick? Yeah, up and you were just to, like. Uh, we were just like, whoa, this is kinda hectic. But now it's like oh, I can work and train and then I can go to Europe and then hopefully get in the top ten it's and a then pass. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a nice like you Snapchat. know, like football, you go to League One, League mm. Two, championship, you know. It's like it's yeah, it seems way more in your head you can like justify right, I'm gonna give myself three years to get there, and three years to get there, two years. I,
6: yeah,
4: yeah. I got a bit of a theory, right? I stand by, you know, obviously both 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 in my day job and my night job you know I think about all of these things a lot you know and, and acquisition skill learning and things like that and I kind of I've always believed that there isn't really any such thing as like just a raw talent obviously like I understand that you know a, a four foot tall guy is never going to slam dunk you know or that you know or that a, a 10 foot tall guy is not necessarily going to surf a one foot wave but re- really within that you know I don't really believe in talent and I think that like if you there's only one thing anyone needs to be good at and that's learning and if you're good at learning you'll get good at what you're passionate about and what you enjoy doing right so you boys are obviously very good at learning and then being very good being good at learning i think is just down to one simple thing and it's being able to honestly reflect on what you're doing and what the next step up is doing
6: yeah
4: what's the gap right yeah. so i'm going to ask you another deep question you know right both of you talking about going on to the european Regional QS is, right? You've been on them this year. What is the gap like in your surfing then, Pat? Right? Because we see you on day to day, and you're a fabulous surfer. Same Logan, same for you, Cal. Right? What What is for you? What is the bit of your surfing that the guys beating you this year had that you didn't, and that you're gonna have next year on that, on yeah. that QS?
1: I feel like the QS is everything. Like down, like you're surfing, your decision making, everything, but. For me, the biggest thing I've worked on is just, like, being more, um, more, like, flowier, but just, like, linking major turns. You watch the top guys, and, say, for someone like Ramsey, you can basically put him in anywhere, and he's going to find a way, for he's going to do, yeah, yeah. he's going to do two majors, and get, say, a 7.5. And you can do that twice in 20 minutes, pretty much anywhere you put him. And for me, I've just worked on being slightly more like top to bottom and just being able to find that wave where I link two major manoeuvres sort of in like being adaptable in all them conditions. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I was in, say, I don't know, like maybe like a close to shore wave where I could do like quick, big backhand turns or go left and do a big air, I know I could hold my own, but being adaptable to, say, Portugal, where it's big and onshore and difficult, like, and just being able to get
0: 12 points plus in every condition. Mm. I love the way that if people were videoing this and you could see the visuals, you were painting the picture with your hands. I was like that, yeah. fingers in barrels yeah. and then yeah. doing like this with your hands. That's amazing. <laughs> I can see it now. Yeah.
4: Do you know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the way he's got his tracky bottoms on and his woolly hat and all that, right? I, I, I've, I if someone was filming it this would be one of those little old bits of footage that like when they make instead of the documentary you know like the pap-tumentary you know, <laughs> you know, they'd stick it on it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it's like sitting on the sofa you know, scratching his nuts and going yeah
0: hush
4: cool.
6: <laughs>
0: callum
5: next one Um, for me to work on my surfing I've been trying to just look at these two to be honest because They've both, they've matured so fast, especially the past, like, 18 months. Um, like, Pat's, for his size, is incredibly powerful and fast, and I've just been trying to, like, work on how, like, I would do a turn at any speed of that is crazy. And then looking at Logan's turns, like, he links a lot of turns really well and I'm trying to use that in it as well. So it's two good guys to, like, to use in, um, in my own surfing.
2: Just watching Connor Coffin. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want from your surfing?
5: Man? Oh, I, if I come out the water happy and I know I've done a few good whacks, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> if we get barreled, I'm even happier. Easily. please. You, you've
4: been <laughs> described as as one of the most barreled men in the Gower, Carl. A few times I've been
1: told. Biggest this. Frother.
4: GTH. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a go, but
5: um... he's not scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing to be scared of, is there? You worry about that when you're scared. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Coming back to what we we started with talking about the WSL finals here before we went into ads, jumped us into those real deep questions there, which I think was, that was you know brilliant because it's like straight away we're into we're into some pretty unique you know points of view from you guys. Should we just like what is the sort of verdict on it then? Is it like keep it, change it in our opinions on the on the on it? What what, what do you reckon, ads? Is it like I keep it the way it was, change it, do it different?
0: I reckon I keep it. Uh, I've. Again, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, especially with my commutes, and there are sort of little bits of speculation about they're going to tweak it, but I don't really know how they can.
6: Mm. Um,
0: I love the idea that, I know you said, you know, it would be a bit of a cop-out if um, Morgan Siblich won yeah. the event, but you imagine being that guy who's got yeah. to do, you know, for what, Eight heats, basically, Mm. to win the whole event. Sick,
1: isn't it? If that guy
0: wins that, then he deserves it. it? No, yeah, I don't think it's a cop
1: out. I just thought, I was just saying, I think people,
0: I think there would have been more of an uproar if that happened. Yeah, but by uh, you know, I think if they did do that league win at the end. It'd be yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah, for sure. oh, anyone who deals with that pressure
1: on the day, I mm. think,
0: deserves the trophy. I mean, in the conclusion, from what I've got, I'm going off on a fucking tangent there, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's good. I enjoyed watching it, I thought it was very watchable, and, and I think it has some sort of like engagement because you are actually rooting for people towards the end and there's an end result, not just like mm-hmm. you know. Gabriel Medina could get knocked out in, I don't know, yeah. the fourth round of the mm. pipe, but he still wins, yeah. but he doesn't win pipe. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone watched that
1: and could look away. Mm. I think it did what the WSL wanted it to do. You watched it and you were like, glued. Fixed to the. TV. Surfing's
5: needed it as well, isn't it? Because I've watched so many comps where it's literally background where I'm doing other things, mm-hmm. where that one day you are glued to your TV or whatever it is. And you ain't moving. You're probably texting your mate saying how good this heat is and mm. how good that wave was, but you're just mm. sitting there listening to Kelly Slater and Mick Fanning. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that was the. S- that S- was S- epic. S- yeah. they, they made the show, and I think if if it, they can top it next year, or just keep the ball rolling for the next couple of years. And I can't see them going backwards.
0: Mm. Do you
2: do you think that devalues the rest of the year though? No, because you still have nah. the achievement to get top five, and yeah. And um, they, I think I heard. I heard somewhere it's been like over 20 years since, since Gabby and Italo were in the water it was like over 20 years since they had the last world title show off in the water happen. Like the world title was won in the water. It was the Andy Kelly, wasn't it? Right, yeah. So oh, Gab-
4: Gabby Italo in it, 2019.
2: So, and they went, right, that was amazing. They must have had loads of viewers. Oh, so, they, so the idea we,
4: is that it hit the, We won that every year. Right, you, you've destroyed the point I was about to make then with that <laughs> stat. You've, you've done me at stats. I'm supposed to be the stat guy.
1: Where the Because the <laughs> I, so I, I, <laughs> <say, laughs> I was going to say... I was going to
4: say that... Um, if you look at, we're looking at, uh, you know, they've watched other sports, the WSL, haven't they, and thought about what they're trying to do, yeah. right? Now, the NFL is in there partly as the model, like, you know, in the NFL, teams joke about how, like, you do not want to be the top team in your conference at the end of the year because you're you not going to win yeah. the Super Bowl. You're going to get beaten in the playoffs, you know? It's like, and teams think only about get to the playoffs, get to the playoffs, get to the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if, in the, in the regular season, the process of being like, getting Perhaps. to the playoffs, showed you to be the best team... All that is is you, you've had a good training run in for like the important bit, the playoffs, yeah, and then you right. think right, it's the playoffs, you know. So in terms of that format, like I wonder if they want to sort of put that playoff stage of the season as a bigger thing than like the run into it because it felt like all those big comps. But that's, then, if you look at another sport, really successful worldwide over, we look at football, right? Not American football, just straightforward football, right? There are those history-making moments in football when, like, seasons get ended in the last second of the season, you know, like Michael Thomas's goal in nineteen eighty, nineteen ninety, or 1989 and, and Sergio Aguero scoring in the last second of the Premier League season, aren't those moments so special because they don't come round every year? So isn't it the case that, like, you know the fact that some years it's done before the Pipe Masters means that those years when the Pipe Masters becomes like who's going to you know, but then you've you've killed my point because yeah, I, I like, suppose that is too rare, isn't I, it? I like prefer it. It is it if it to, literally yeah. Andy Kelly and then it's on yeah. Rodina, But then you look at it as well. Rare.
0: So it's all all these competitions. They're really long and drawn out.
4: Mm. Yeah.
0: The only way that you could probably improve the WSL finals is probably by having more people in it yeah. which then extends the event yeah. they fit the whole event the women's and the men's into one single day not like three yeah. days and that's where I think people lose the viewership from watching it is because if I've got to be engaged with something for two to three days yeah. I'm not going to turn my telly on for a full you know, it's 12 hours possible, each yeah. day, you're just not going to do it which means you're going to miss certain things mm-hmm. so if you know that that's the day. The finals are going to be on at this time, because it's programming to be that yeah. all round about yeah. that time. You can watch Gabby yeah. and Philippe Toledo do a three-round, um, you yeah. know, a three-heat yeah. final off.
2: You'll make time for that,
0: won't you? Yeah, and it's more engaging. I think I'm
4: changing my mind live on you,
0: you? <laughs>
2: got me convinced. You needed us. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, was, did you not enjoy the day? Did you not enjoy watching it? Did you watch it and go, oh, that wasn't very good? I, I did. Overall. Yeah, I, I thought really? it was amazing. I oh, you thought it was, good. It was amazing.
4: Right. Yeah. I, uh, I thought I was a bit frustrated they didn't pick slightly smaller trestles.
1: Yeah. It yeah. Yes, yeah, morning, well, at the start, yeah. like Steph was chattering yeah. all over. I thought the place this is one all one the Yeah, was, um, oh, no. Yeah, they, but I thought by the end it was sick.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I wanted Felipe Toledo to win on all, all that the quad I, I did. Mental.
1: He looks good.
4: Um, what's happening? What are they doing next year, then, Pat? What's the structure next to it? Um, what, for the final? For the whole thing, you were saying that they've changed this. Are they changing the format? They've changed the, the tour. They've right. changed the stops. Read the stops out. Oh, just the stops. Yeah, do you have oh, to read right. it out? Uh, yeah, go on, you pick it up on your phone. while I while I got it up. Oh, I, got so I got it up. You've got it ready. So it's then?
1: pipe, and then to sunset, which is new. Amazing. Um, so then big sort of Bells beach good guys are going to do well at the start of the year uh, Portugal then Bells then Margaret is this, River is,
4: this, is every one of these events men and women uh, I times? believe so it is yeah, the new
1: tour is all the same yeah um, so it's Bells then Margaret River yeah. so no snapper next year that's a Challenger Series event now okay well, that's the first Challenger Series event there's no snapper that's uh, um, so and then from oh, Margaret River they go to G Land wow uh, uh, that, oh. since, isn't like Luke Egan, the reigning champ, or something? Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, 1997 Cooks yeah. Pro,
4: that video. Did yeah. you have that one in your rack, Ads? I like, did, yeah.
0: With the Prodigy on it. Love a little bit of VHS, actually. Oh, goodness <laughs> so me. Yeah, so what a tra-
4: contest. <laughs> <laughs> best, cont- best surf ever for any contest, ever. Better the surf than they had from that Mexico one, I
1: reckon that was. <laughs> no way. So then Trestles. I, so I don't know if they're going to go to Trestles again. I don't think they are. Then Rio. Then J Bay, then Chopes, and then the top five will be decided at Chopes for the finals, which is to be confirmed. When's There's... the when's the mid-year cut? Uh, I can't remember what the mid-year cut is. I believe it's after Chile. The first half of that. Yeah, I think it's like after. Campaign, I, think after I think it's, it's after G-land. G-land. promoted. Yeah. I think no. it's after Cheeland, it's the top twelve. It's, it's twelve do... and up, isn't it? Yeah, but no one goes. I
2: think after the mid-year cut-off, it just Makes off. the store yeah. smaller. Yeah. For the last half of but year no, but
1: if you're in, if you're in the top twelve, then you're on for 2023.
0: Wow. Yes. So you don't have to so, go on yeah. the challenges. I, I listened. I, listen, ah, I, listen, yeah. I, I to listen Dave Prodan's like yeah. explanation. Explanation of, of that. It blew my mind. Those too confusing, but <laughs> that is what's going to happen. So that they get cut halfway through. Yeah. The the top um the top twelve go through. And then the guys in the bottom half or the top half of the Challenger Series then get put in for the next year's rounds. So how many so, people
4: get cut off? So if you finish 13th on the CT at the cutoff you have to do the Challenger
2: series.
1: Yeah, you're back on your the Challenger. Yeah.
2: Well, oh, So there's only 12 people on tour for the last half of the year? Yeah. yeah.
1: What? Yeah, so you like... Wow, that's so great, it's like, you it? know how they say, off oh, the only way we can improve the tour is having a smaller tour because they can yeah, pick it. the more prime conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the idea. I, I remember
4: them doing that. And it's more intense. It from 44 to 32. Yeah, the, Bobby, the
1: Bobby Martinez. And,
4: and, I, and I remember quite... I remember thinking at the time, like, that needed to happen because you would... The first two days of an event, you'd watch... There'd be hundreds of heats you didn't want to watch. <laughs> yeah. And then quite quickly I started thinking, there's still hundreds of each you don't want to watch <laughs> yeah. 32. And then, I was 32. now
1: there's 12. Yeah, 44 mm. down to 12. The tour these days though, I think, feel even, everyone's so good. Even like oh, that seems really round hard. one yeah. is like you want to watch. you put putting them on a pedestal here, you guys. You're going to get there yourselves, yeah. aren't you? But no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> For me anyway, if David Silva's against Alex Ribeiro, I still want to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Well, <laughs> let's,
4: let's go on Next. to this Challenger Series thing then, right? And is that working at the moment as a as a an ent- you know as, is it getting yeah, enough entertainment like have yeah. have you, as I know we talked about the U.S. Open you didn't watch that much of the U.S. Open but that was because you were flying from crime at the time it is
0: i watched a little bit of it but i don't think huntington's the best location Mm. to hold something like that where you know you're trying to engage people to watch it as well yeah um you know that's the whole new format of what the wsl are trying to do is trying to get more viewership Mm. so if you're going to hold an event that is like the Challenger series you want it to be at snapper you want it to be at some more prime locations Mm. having a little bit more you know mushy Huntington is it's the money that right? I mean, Yeah, there the food yeah. There, the problem with that so you look at the first half so those
2: Challenger Series guys they're going on to the first half of the tour all pumping wave spots and you've got them surfing in Hunt- Huntington then burgery Portugal which isn't that pumping of a wave it's just like well, yeah, but
5: it, it, well, that's not setting them up to go onto the the C T in my opinion. Well Vinif. where are, where are the QSs that set you up to go onto? Exactly, yeah. Because no, there's no QS that yeah. apart from well, Maybe France and Portugal no. yeah, and but that's, that's, that's still what
1: they I think that's what they're trying to achieve next year with a full year snapper, right? is Snapper and Holly Eva. Well Holly Eva's this year, but yeah. the Did more slight like and you know, um France That's like, great better quality waves. The
4: than France, so, before. At the time of recording, so we got we've got like about a six day turnaround on this. So there will be the France contest will be entering into into yeah, business yeah. end when so right? the time this comes as out well. right? And that's one of the ones I worry about because I think I think France, you get a bad bank, a bad heat, yeah. you know, and and I think you're in trouble, and you can yeah. just go out and yeah. you can just bomb out, and the stakes are getting quite high. Thinking you know, you go to Halewa and you know everyone's going to get their chance to prove it. Okay, you get low tide and the toilet bowl is draining, but it's the same for everyone. In France, you can properly get like out yeah. to dry, especially yeah. when you've got that many heats to run, like when yeah. they do the CTs, they can take lay days and things like yeah. that, right. So that's one that, that, that I'm a little bit worried about. But then um, in, in terms of the Portugal one, that Ribera Dillas, that that's the, I was gonna ask you then, Lance, did you watch more of that one?
0: I think. watched a bit of it, yeah, but it again... i be honest, was that because you knew we were all going to do this, or was it because no, 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 you were genuinely interested in... I actually like it as a break myself, I've, I've surfed oh, okay, quite a few right, times, yeah, yeah. it's a pretty cool little right ender. Um, right-hander? right-hander, yeah. yeah. I burger,
3: sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a good surfer. But it is, but it is <laughs> <I'm just trying laughs> uh, yeah, and <laughs> gestures, yeah, yeah it, it is a cool little break, but... Um, you know, it was quite meaty and it was quite mushy at points and, you know, the fog came in as well so it was yeah. quite difficult It was a to whole watch. day of
4: fog, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good
0: angle. Yeah. I, I thought... Um, especially for the women. But there was yeah. some really good... There was some really good challenging conditions oh, for the surface that made it look really easy as well. Yeah. I get
4: to say, because Cal mentioned the ladies there, I get to say my little thing I said earlier. Right? Twice in my, in my life travelling, I've seen a grommet surfing and being like blown away and known they're going somewhere the first time I put my I put the diary picture on Instagram a while ago I got my diary from 2000 in Durban and I'm talking about an 11 year old kid called Jordan Smith and I'm like describing his surfing the only other time I've seen a grommet and thought wow was I was in Japan Mm -hmm. and I saw this little girl absolutely shredding at Akumihama and I was like what, that must. She must be going on to be one of the best surfers in the world. Like she must be, and uh, and then I spotted her again for the first time on the weekend because it was Chino Mastuda, the girl no, who got right. into the. That's I think she strange. got to the semi final. I remember so,
1: seeing um. There she is, Katie Simmons in Ocean oh, yeah. when she was thirteen, and I was, not knowing like, who they were, just thinking She's she can't kids. be like yeah. the normal standard. <laughs> 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 I was, like, I know like was most people like... in California are a bit better than like Plangeneff locals, but. I was, she, she's mental, and then she just won the US Open at 15. Yeah, yeah. Well, She it, must have been younger then, she must have been about 11, 12.
0: Digressing a little bit, do you watch any of the Stab High stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. you watch, like, the Ladybirds? Yeah, yeah, the oh, Aaron Brooks, Ah,
1: uh, oh, they are just... Yeah. Well, that Simmers is in that, and now she just won a the, the Challenger Series event. She's yeah. in the Ladybirds, like, the under-15s or whatever. Mm. Have
3: you, uh, did you see the footage of Sky Brown at the... Uh, was it Waco. Think, it, it Waco? Waco. Waco yeah. 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 I mean, dude, she was going crazy, wasn't she? I didn't even know
4: that she could surf like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, she's but, from Miyazaki in Japan, and the standard there is super high. You yeah. know?
0: About three years ago, um, she did one of the first uh, Stab High events at the pool at Waco, yeah. and there was her and Sierra Kerr at the very end, and they had to do three or four surf-offs because they were that close together wow. how good they were. Yeah. So you imagine, you know, she's... Just won a gold, a what, yeah. bronze medal at the Olympics, and now she, yeah. Wants yeah. And she wants to do. she wants to do both in France. So uh-huh. she obviously didn't
4: notice that that would involve flying from Paris. To That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a big
1: old trip for the oh, few days. Just, wow. You know, yeah. And at the age that she would been,
4: she's still be young. But she'd be on her from yeah. she'd, yeah. so, yeah.
2: she'd be on her front side. Yeah. She wouldn't even be in a prime
4: though, would nice. she? Yeah. What's up, Todd? She's on my list for next year. Oh, is she, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Sky Brap. She's been asking to come on, has she? Alongside,
0: Absolutely, alongside, yeah. um, <laughs> we're, we're sacking you. it's going to be on and Jenny to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's got yeah. Barbie doll. You should you have uh, to... a
5: low-tide Coney what? heat with her, Tom. Yeah. I reckon you'd take
4: it. Oh, low-tide, yeah. Yeah, well, get us <laughs> stuck in the rip, innit? Like Craig Owen did to uh, to Cat that day. You and I are going for a little walk. That's a, it's a good story. Oh, sorry, you've talked... To- you've to- yeah, Greg. We were just talking before you guys arrived about a, a legendary heat where Greg took Sam Paquette, like into a rip, <laughs> and they got they were head, they went side by side, and then uh, Greg basically like started deliberately slowing down when he saw the set coming, and let Sam think right I really powered on and beaten him in this rip now, and then Greg went and got the wave, he was the heat winner, and in the car park afterwards came up to him, put his arm around him, and went. You fell for that then, didn't you, son? I said, <laughs> you and I are going for a little walk. <laughs> and ever since then, that's like said in the line of okay, show. You and I are going for a little walk. <laughs> so there we are, right. Um, cool, right, that's, let's have a look. we got... We got our, we've got we done a, fag, a deliberate fag packet. Well, it's not a fag packet. Well,
0: a... You've cut them out the same size as a fag packet, so yeah. you might as well be on it's the back the of car- a
4: fag packet. It's the cardboard from the bottom of Ads's 99p cake from, uh, from, from the store <laughs> at the corner for his birthday. Which you? was delicious. <laughs> yeah. And what, like a... we, what have we got left? We so, can
2: fit in the Grego in uh, bullet point as well. Yeah, we've got the Grego <laughs> in bullet
4: point, yeah. So, oh... The, right, two things left to do. Right, uh, if you want, if you want surf stories, we have got one that we do need to get told on Crest. So maybe you guys can be the uh, can can be our and then we, and then we're gonna get. Rhino's laughing. He knows what this is. As you've heard this one already, so then we can get the, this out to the grumpy surfer audiences as well. Now, <laughs> right? Producer Dodd has pulled off this week. Right, one of one of the best boobs I've ever seen. Right. After getting dropped in on by a close mate last week, right boys? And uh, his mate was on a brand new board, right? Knocked his fin out on Dodd's board, right? So the mate was guilty, he said he was going to pay for the board. He took his board round to Dodd's house, right? And uh, this board's got uh, Futures fins on it, this brand new board, brand new. He's ridden three waves before he dropped in on Dodd and broke his (laughs) fin out, right? At this point, it's still his fault. Dodd has FCS2 on his boards, right? Never seen a set of futures in his life. Totally absent-mindedly brings the board in and goes, oh yeah, right, I'll take it up to the, I'll take it up to Steve Charles, the Ding Repair guy for you. Right, yeah, no worries, right. Let me just get these fins out.
5: <laughs> oh, reps the box.
4: Oh, oh <laughs> no. These are a bit stiffy. <laughs> <it? laughs> oh, Here you are, mate. Chuck us a tea towel, will you, so I don't have my hand as I get this one out. And then Cracking fiberglass, <laughs> two missing fins. <laughs> 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 I've ordered the speed three times. It's
2: classic. Oh my God. Did you tick the box?
5: Or
4: you just you? the fence? just cracked it. <laughs> yeah. Just cracked it. Anyway. Oh, it's an ex-friend. It's an ex-friend. <laughs> yeah. ex- had to get that one out there while I got you guys sat on no the sofa. there <laughs> our audience. I'm glad you had that story. reaction. Right. Our, our Our last topic, I think. I've I've creased the creased the cake packet for slash bag packet now. Is <laughs> literally um, asking you guys specifically then about the you know like which which events you're doing in the sort of immediate future now then isn't it and like you know when when are you next off you know have you started booking things like how how do you plan this stuff?
6: We
2: gotta start yeah. booking tonight no. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna yeah. try going in two weeks. There's the Azores contest. I don't know. Is that the last one of this year's? Uh,
1: at the moment, the yeah, five th- QS. It's a five. It's a five thousand, but for, for the regionals, I don't. I, we're doing it, but I still don't really understand. I thought because of the regionals, I thought they'd all just be one thousand, but one they, they've more just got one. On one than other, yeah, they've just got. At the moment, well, this back off of the year, they just got one 5,000 and the rest are 1,000. And that'll
4: carry over into next year's point, then, will it?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's, like, it's almost like a, like a football season now, it's 2021 slash 2022.
4: Right, so you boys are going, so you're, you're booking mm-hmm. to stuff. Uh... Right. Flux, yeah, it's the
2: exhaust, that's the next comp, and then. I'm not sure what it is after that.
4: Okay. Um and you've just gotta you've got to wear whatever a flight to the Azores is gonna cost now, and that's it. Like there's no mm-hmm. there's no organisations, no help, there's no nothing no, saying you know, no. like when there's a Europeans on, you know, they put a charter on to get people in or whatever. Nice, like, oh, no. No,
2: just sort yourself out yeah. together hire a car <laughs> well, uh, when uh, everyone
4: else wants to go there and all the hotels are booked out
2: yeah it, it, at the minute it's not looking terribly expensive yeah. and we're going to try
4: and make a bit of a trip out of it as well we're, pre-
2: a bit we're pretty watching. good at
1: being super tight
3: <laughs> what about um like like in inverted commas like a, a trade-in trip like maybe you know yeah, like to, like competitions aside you know like to look at something completely different like bigger waves um, a month, month in Morocco, charge big surf, we, <laughs> go to India yeah.
4: for a
1: month, that kind I mean, of thing. Hawaii? We were more thinking, yeah. In the short term, the short I've been term, loving, yeah. when I come back from Azores to go to Ireland, um, and surf some of them, like Big Pamper and stuff with garage and them boys out there. Yeah. But um, that short term, um, for the winter, I haven't got too much plans yet.
2: I'd like to do, I'd kind of have my eyes set. I would like to go back to Oz, but... Um... I think Indo possibly next year for me, just what it's like called, February time, just go do a month or something. Yeah. I gotta get a, definitely get away at some point and get some pumping mm. waves. Not for a comp, you know? For me, anyway, that's my sort of.
1: And do
4: you know what you're gonna be going to in the new year then after. So the Azores and an that's what it hit for 2021? Have, have you started broad. It is about two weeks before these events that you have to plan it then, is it?
1: Uh, no, yeah, well, we got confirmed in about. five days ago something was it yeah so it's just like right yeah it's finding out if you're in first because before it was the regional 5,000 you'd have people flying in from everywhere and it would be really hard to get in Mm. but now because it's a European tour it's kind of like everyone who was doing the 1,000 it's just the the same uh, people that are going to do the 5,000 like no one's really missing events so we kind of thought we'd get in but now we're in we gotta start booking
4: Oh, right, okay. And yeah. then in the, you don't know what ones are in the spring yet that you're going to?
1: Um, nothing's confirmed yet because of COVID and yeah. everything's tentative. Right. Oh, wow.
4: Winter
3: trip car?
5: Uh, I'm hoping to jump on the island bandwagon. Uh, and then I'm going to try get to Morocco... Sometime next year mm, if yeah, I can.
4: You've logged some some of your special Callum Callum tunnel time in, uh, in minutes, in minutes I think. <laughs> <laughs> what are you <laughs> Have you got a plan this winter? Uh, I haven't, so don't ask me. <laughs>
0: well, I, I think I lost on my branding points with me if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of competitions this week actually. Um, you know, I've got a jiu jitsu comp on Wednesday, then a couple um uh, the navy surf champs is the end of this week so, so good luck mate where's that uh down at Penhal. so it'll be down there um but i'm hoping to get and rocker answers a
4: multiple surf, surf champ in one of the categories of that event yeah i've obviously.
0: got i got second in sup i've won the longboard. don't really do that good in short triple board. fret mate <laughs> <laughs> just hit it from all angles yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what i'm going for if i enter them all i've got to at least win fucking one of them <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: with did um,
0: jiu-jitsu Sell me on it.
2: Does it cross over well? Because everyone seems to do jujitsu. Yeah. Does it cross over well? And in
1: what way Because I know loads of surfers. Cool. That yeah. so I've, I've never J- spoke uh, to someone who's done you it. I've been reading the jiu-jitsu book as well. I've been like, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I want well. to do it,
0: but I don't have the time. So the He'll other, give I, you a little
1: demo in a minute. No,
4: we'll <laughs> you now
0: You might not be surfing <laughs> tomorrow as well. Real naked choke demos. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that I t- the reason why I started doing it was I, I was, um, I was in, uh, based in North Devon again like a few years back. And I was kind of sick of the gym sort of stuff because I've been in gyms for quite a long time now. So I wanted to do something different between each of the swells. So I know a few MMA fighters of mine and uh, friends of mine, you know, asked them about that and said, well, I'll try jujitsu. And there was a purple belt lad um, that, that joined the unit and he said he wanted to start something up. And uh, that's basically how I started. And then I started getting into it a little bit more and it was just the whole dynamic of. Um, learning how the body moves and um, there's lots of different ways of doing different techniques it's just not like one set way like karate, is like a set catter to do mm-hmm. things and I, I just got hooked from, from doing it because I just found it really interesting, yeah you get you know, pretty pounded the first couple of years you're doing it but that's all part of parcel of it Yeah, you know it's it's like it's like being a grom and process of yeah like learning and, yeah. yeah and as you get better you, you you see things in a different light again comparing it to surfing the better you get you get to see the read of you know how a break is breaking somewhere or where that set's coming from and what angle it's coming from yes. and depending all those conditional things and environmental factors you know, so it, it does tie in really nicely with that and that's really how I got into doing it. Nice. Does, it yeah. does it help you, do you think,
1: like being calm under pressure?
0: Yes. Because you're always getting attacked in jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah, so uh, as a beginner you you will you do panic quite a bit because you know, you, you, you can train with people like, you know, we could be training together but then I could be training with rhinos. So the, the yeah. weight difference there is is quite significant and that feeling of because suff-
4: of how small pat is obviously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Pat's obviously big laughs> on um, come on but yeah so so that that feeling of, of being trapped and and suffocated yeah you then have to learn how to control that emotion yeah. so again if you want to you know term it in like a surfing sort of format you know bigger waves yeah. hold downs or yeah. you know the pressure of competition yeah. you know i've got to get this next wave to yeah, get need to six in the last two minutes yeah, or, uh, exactly yeah. you know so you know maintaining your calmness and stillness within that within that period of time to then start working your escapes to get yeah. back on top and you know and that that's why i find yeah. it really interesting is because yeah i don't really see it as a crossover i just enjoy doing both things right. yeah, yeah you know but i think anybody that gets into doing it, if they can, cons- if they are consistent with training, they will really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. Oh, that's
2: sick. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you because I know, actually being able to speak to someone like who yeah. does it themselves, but that's
5: yeah. cool. One question, sorry. Uh, would you miss a good SIF for training if you... No. You wouldn't. That's oh, I mean,
0: no. a good question. So my, my, my whole thing throughout this whole process, I've been training what nearly eight, eight, nine years now. My, my whole thing has always been if there's a good swell running, I, I don't train or I try and do both, which is a nightmare Yeah, a nightmare. <laughs> because it absolutely ruins you, especially if the swell's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't miss a surf just to go training. Um, but yeah, trips um, potentially go to Morocco, March, April, maybe, maybe my last trip, but I don't think that's going to come off. And I'm hoping I've got a Indo boat trip penciled in for September next year. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's not confirmed, but I'm like, please it's let right, it happen. Right, the <laughs> room on the boat. Mentalities or um, maybe I'm not sure yet. So I did a podcast with the guys from Green Overhead, oh, and right. um, and the guy John Jameson runs South the. Boys. Yes. He always
2: he always does a boat trips so and he like organises them. He organises oh, them. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've been trying is, to like is, win, he bring win. A, yeah. is he gonna
1: bring a couple of sharp eyes?
0: I don't know. He keeps trying to get me to buy one those like oh. <laughs> I'm not I don't really want the app. I'm not, not gonna go into board shops, they you know, <laughs> like,
1: so then the then the boards these days, the sharp eyes. Yeah, yeah, I
4: saw someone on one yesterday down here. They've started to show up in Wales now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm. See those Brazilians oh, get ever, everywhere, don't they? i
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> i I I like I like my surfboards. Handmade by a fella the, that I go surfing with on a day to day basis. Like, like, to me, it's gonna, uh, there's, you know, until the fella who does that for me, my, my dear friend Luke Young, isn't making them anymore. I'm, uh, I, I, you know, the only thing I'd ever do with a good surfboard off the rack would be have a quick look at it and then take some yeah, photos. Yeah. But do you Luke feel like you're like, you something something on, yeah. do you feel
1: like you've got the blinkers on and they're like, uh, I, to, I rode one brand for ages and I changed and it was just like, oh my god, there's a whole new world of fun. I just
4: believe, I believe in, I believe in magic. the person, <laughs> that, someone knowing my surfing, making the right board for me. Yeah, but
1: what, yeah, but he might not have the, <laughs> the view of your surfing that the other guy might have. Well, Sharpie has not seen me surf. But and if you might have seen your it, stand, like you yeah. might have seen
5: our standard as surfing yeah. and gone this is the board for that standard this is my interpretation.
4: And if it's a successful one sooner or later Luke will spot, <laughs> model, spot what's going <laughs> on and you know yeah. make his own model that's slightly yeah, more I just, I just think there's ways, more. Yeah. more...
1: Fun like there's like there's yeah. different you can write like different right, interpretations I yeah. this. If, 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 <laughs> come and have a
4: look in the garage before you go you know i got big sing yeah <laughs> i know i know nails, i just feel like and, you
1: know. each shape has got their own yeah
0: take away take on surfing and that yeah he shaped me one of the best boards i've ever ridden yeah. and i've got another one being shaped by him now no
1: for it. sure i think i feel yeah. he's a really good shape i'm just saying like I get what you're saying because a lot of people. You ride a Mayhem guys, and you ride a JS, they yeah, feel they different. different. But yes, saying
0: that, one different. of the best shortboards I've ever ridden was a Firewire Cymatic slated design. Exactly, and that's completely it was different mm, to me. Amazing. Um, yeah. Luke, but uh, yeah.
4: yeah. Best yeah best shortboard I've ever had was uh, was a Surf Prescriptions Doc Loush. Brad Gerlach's no on board, and, and I got to talk to him met him earlier this year. Yeah, met you know, I met him in Newport.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you? He tried to get me to come to the factory. I think he was trying yeah. to sell me on board. Me and Rhino met him too early. yeah, and <laughs>
4: did as well, yeah. No <laughs> way. Yes. Anyway, now speaking of, of, of episodes previous and future, Ads, we're going to, I want to say with Crest, we want to get you as like, as in, as Ads license to sort of come back once you've. Once you've finished your uh, once you've had, once you've finished your twenty two years, um, which is not that far out now, is it? It's sometimes less than
0: six months. Yeah.
4: So ads, you're gonna you're gonna sit down and with Rhino and I and we, we're gonna sort of we're gonna probe your life story out of you. I'd like to listen to that. I'm gonna
0: make you cry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we can't wait, um, and then yeah, you know in terms of you know, you mentioned you were talking about I'm gonna try and do a literary link You now I was thinking of it, I scribbled it on the on the cake packet. You were talking about jujitsu as a crossover. So in terms of crossovers, this three way crossover between the Grumpy Surfer Crest in partnership with Elusive and the Pagans has been a real pleasure to be involved in. So I would like to I'd like to thank you guys massively for your time and it's been it a it's been a real pleasure to have you down in Wales for A flying visit today, I've
0: been Wales. i tell you what, you're, my house, yeah. you're lucky I haven't cracked on with Welsh jokes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hot dogs for tea, boys, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love oh, a bit of Twin Towns, <laughs> even now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, it's pleasure. Appreciate. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. It's been good. Any chance to chat shit about whatsoever? Yeah. Cheers, boys. Thanks very much.